the NFL Week 3 Recap and Week 5 Look Ahead Lines edition on the Sports Gambling Podcast uh, is brought to you by Game Time. Snag those tickets without stress. Use the promo code CFBX on your first purchase. Save $20. Download the Game Time app and use the fr- uh, promo code CFBX. And we're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the underdog, pick them in college or NFL, win 20 times in just one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit up to $500. And finally, but not least, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting research platform for parlay, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use the promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. I'm just about that action, boss. You have to be kidding me. That is impossible. I'm raising the ante. Anybody wants it again. Welcome, everybody, back to the NFL Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Monday, September the 25th, which means we are on our recap show, and we're going to look ahead to week number five because we gave out some good winners in week number four on the look ahead. Obviously, that doesn't mean shit if they don't hit. CLV is great only if you win, but we will give out some good closing line value. Stay tuned at the end of the episode. But if you're wondering who you're listening to, I am Moneyline Mac. And joined each and every episode is Mr. Old Fashioned Football, Jay Mark. Uh, 78 to 13 is uh, the score discrepancy of our beloved Washington Redskins, uh, Commanders, whatever the fuck you want to call them. They can be the Commanders yesterday and the Chicago Bears. Tough Sunday <laughs> for us, man. You know what? I didn't feel a thing. I've already given up on the season. Um, I was getting text from uh, some friends like, what are the Bears doing? And I was like, yeah, just same shit. It's fine. My parents, who are also Bears fans, were like, why do we always have to suck and stressing out? And I was like, you know what? Not even bothering me. I've given up. This is great. I'm not having anxiety on Sunday for the first time in a long time. Let's go. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, that is a good point. Probably midway through that second quarter, you want to go out there and cut the cable wire if you got cable. I mean... <laughs> You got, I mean, they're bringing in Taylor Swift like it's a bye game uh, in college football. Uh, you got Swiftied, I guess, and uh, I got Buffalo because that was a that was a rough Sunday for us. And of course, the cherry on the top, especially for you being a Bears fan, we gave it out a thirty-three to one parlay uh, on our Wednesday show. Uh, the Houston Texans were in there when at the Jaguars. Never in doubt, that was the biggest uh, that was the best pick of the week by us uh the colts on the money line with gardner Minshew mania the ravens a little bit overrated we thought hits and the new orleans saints is our small dog because we're like we're giving out two juicy dogs let's give out one last dog and what do the saints do they just get up 17 nothing Derek carr gets fucking injured and they blow a 17 to nothing fourth quarter lead I, that's as tough a beat, tough a loss on a on a juicy parlay that I've ever had. How about you? Yeah, that was a bunch of bullshit. And uh, we were talking a little bit before we started here. Just the fact that the Packers are the ones that made the comeback and get another one in the win column as an extra kick in the pants to me. Jeez. Um, but yeah, I couldn't believe. I mean, Derek Carr wasn't looking great, but he was looking good enough. And then Jameis Winston comes in and just can't hold that. All you have to do is hold a lead. Couldn't get it done. Yeah. Unbelievable. I and, and then all of a sudden the Packers are back in the driver's seat for the North. And we'll we'll go game by game. But yeah, no, that was a kick in the nuts. Uh at least you didn't give out your lock as the Denver Broncos. Uh, plus six and a half by uh by low sell high on the Dolphins. Yeah, that's uh you know what though? If I'm gonna go down, I'd rather it never be in doubt. So as soon as I saw that first play with Tyree Kill, I'm like, you've got to be kidding. So much for a desperate spot for Denver, New England, or Miami's feeling themselves. They got Buffalo on deck. 
No, that that and no waddle. I was like, oh yeah, the lines down to five and a half. I said, give out some more CLV. They said you can take that CLV <laughs> and shove it up your ass because uh, a seventy burger. I mean, I thought I was watching college football, uh, Oregon versus Colorado, but instead it was freaking uh, uh, Dolphins versus uh, uh, Broncos. I forgot their name. I shouldn't even know their name after that performance. <laughs> what other than that? What what, what were your takeaways from the nfl yesterday before we dive game by game yeah i mean that was that game was something to watch um it's interesting that the nfc north seems to have two teams taking their lead and uh two of them looking for their first win so uh that sucks to be involved in that a lot of good games though and and not a lot of injuries for i mean the first two weeks we had a lot of injuries it seems like not a lot aside from Mike Williams being the main one this weekend, but otherwise everybody stayed relatively healthy. Completely agree. And you know what I also took away? The the main guys, Ryan and Sean, always talk about their close your eyes special when you don't cover spread by, what, three or more touchdowns. I think there's four candidates next week for a close your eyes special. Tennessee gets absolutely housed in Cleveland. They were a three-point underdog. They lose by 24, so that's three touchdowns. Uh, Jacksonville, they go off as what a, a seven, eight point favorite, whatever you want. They lose by 20, more than three touchdowns. Denver, I guess that's technically a uh, close your eyes special. They lose by 50, uh, only six point dogs and well, actually five skins. I mean, they were six point dog. They lose by 34. So that's another one. And last but not least, <laughs> these front running cowards. Dallas Cowboys go off as a 12 and a half <laughs> point favorite and lose. They, they don't, the Cardinals covered the Cowboys number. They win by 12. Do you do the math? That's three touchdowns. So we have five close your eyes, special candidates for next week. I don't remember it ever being that many in one week. Do you? No, not at all. Parlay them all together, right? <laughs> next week. <laughs> One of them will blow a 17 fucking nothing lead in the fourth quarter. So you guys take your pick. Uh, but we'll go game by game on the other side. But first, we got to talk about game time because buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the best, fastest way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and a theater near you. Watch killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guaranteed. You can stop stressing over tickets uh, and start getting hyped for the actual game. Quit worrying about the. Freaking lead up to the game, how much tickets cost. Tickets are as expensive as ever, but not so much at game time. You don't have to plan months in advance like we're talking about. You got exclusive flash deals on football, basketball, baseball, concert, comedy, theater, and more. Game time guarantee means you will have the best price available. Find the tickets in same section for for uh, and row for less. Game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Get images of your seats before you go so you're not getting an obstructed view behind that pole. Nobody wants to see that. It's an old Dan Snyder special. Tickets sent directly to your email or to your phone so you don't have to dig through your spam email. Snag the tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app. Promo code CFBX, $20 off. Terms apply again. Create an account. Redeem code CFBX, $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, price, lowest price guaranteed. And also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy because it has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. Went up to 20 times your money in a single game by going simply five for five uh, from now until October the 4th. So what, you got o- over 10 days? Underdog is matching 100% of first deposits up to $500. How about that? $100,000 Sundays continue on Underdog Fantasy. Total two mil. And prizes all season long, 100,000 in prizes this week, 10,000 in 10 people, new sweepstakes every week of the National Football League season. Uh, Jay Mark, do you got a uh, little underdog uh, prop for tonight? And you got two Monday night games. News out, Joey B is back for Cincinnati. You got uh, Baker against Jalen Hurts. I mean, we got a Super Bowl rematch. I mean, I love this doubleheader tonight. I'm looking forward to it. You got it. You looking at any uh, player to back here tonight in the doubleheader? Yeah, I threw together a four-pick parlay here. Wins you 10 times your money. They're running the promo of Matt Stafford. Just needs higher than half a total yard. So I got him as higher. Hopefully he doesn't pull an Aaron Rodgers. Um, Jalen Jalen Hurts, higher than 44 and a half rushing yards. Mike Evans, higher than four and a half receptions. 
And Puka Nakua, the golden boy, he's coming back from that, or he's dealing with an oblique injury, but I think he'll be just fine. Higher than 74 and a half rush plus receiving yards. His receiving is 72 and a half. And I thought, well, maybe they just do like a, a sweep and he gets a couple more. So I threw in the rush receiving together there for 74 and a half. Again, that's 10 times your money. Bet $10, you you win 100. You can't beat that. No, you can't at all. So get over there. Back Stafford, Hurts, and Pakua. Pakua, Pakua. That's a, I love that guy. I hope I hope he lights it up tonight. Uh, watch along your picks. Maybe make a little cash, just like jmarkunderdogfantasy.com. And when you use the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double up to first deposit up to $500. Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. All righty, back on the NFL Gambling Podcast, talking week three recap. We'll lead it off Thursday night. This was a dud of a game if I ever seen one. San Francisco chokes out uh, the Giants 30 to 12. Barkley not available. Um, they, this was an ass whipping. They, I mean, honestly, they, they, they probably could have ran it up even more. I, a couple questionable calls. Trent Williams is punching guys, but Niners are just on a completely di- different level than New York. Yeah, absolutely agree. And you said it perfectly. They choked them out. Uh, this is the Giants now have faced two good defenses and looked terrible against them. And then they had their comeback against the Cardinals. So I don't think the Giants are all that good. They, you know, breaking news, <laughs> news flash. <laughs> Giants not all that good. 49ers very good. Are the Niners the best team in the National Football League with 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 Purdy back playing the way he is with McCaffrey, Debo, and that defense? I mean, they're pretty damn good, man. They've looked the most complete for sure in the NFC. Um, just because, I mean, the Eagles have looked good. I know people will make an argument for the Eagles, but I've seen some struggles from them on defense. 49ers haven't, they haven't seen a struggle yet. I, you know, they, they went back and forth with the Rams, but I think that's just that rivalry. So, yeah, I, I think the 49ers for sure in the NFC. Uh, the Chiefs are going to give them a run for their money, especially now that everybody's getting healthier on their defense and everything. But yeah, the the Niners, you you got to make an argument that they're the best in the NFL. Yeah, and I think you said it best. They're the most consistent. I mean, beat down in Pittsburgh the way that they beat the Steelers. I mean, that was I thought that was a hard spot, and they just went in there and whacked them right from the beginning. Then you mentioned it. The Rams yep. is always a rivalry game. So they've been the most complete point differentials off the charts. Um, Niners cover the ten and a half easy. Uh, if you if you want if you thought the G man could keep it within doubled or uh, keep it within ten, you were suckered into this one. Game stays under because the Giants can't score. I'm with you. I don't think the Giants are very good, man. I I, I think Dayball is going to get everything he can out of that team, but I just don't think they have the horses. Yeah, I mean Washington might be better than them. That's saying a lot. <laughs> I, 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 I wasn't going to say it. Today. We'll, get to, but we'll, we'll get to Washington here in a minute, but I feel like the, the Washington's playoff hopes are going to come down to the Giants games again. So hopefully Ron knows the playoff scenarios by the time they play the Giants. All right, moving <laughs> along. And we talked about this already. The Indianapolis – or sorry, I skipped ahead. Uh, oh, this fucking game. The Chargers are in the win column, finally. The game where nobody wanted to win, including Brandon Staley. Uh, Chargers get in the win column 28-24. You knew this game was a one-possession game. Exciting back and forth, come down to the wire. Kirk Cousins, I guess, forgot he could spike the ball. I don't know what the hell that was at the end of the game. Uh, Brandon Staley decided he was going to go for it on his own 18-yard line or whatever it was. What the hell do we make out of this game? Yeah, what a weird ending. Like, if the Vikings had won that game, you got to think Staley's gone, right? going for it on the 18 yard line there. Like, and then Kirk cousins, like as he ran up after they made that play, they got to what, like the 12 yard line. I'm just thinking, don't kneel it because he has kneeled it before at half. When I know (laughs) don't kneel it, spike it, spike it. And uh, yeah, then they run the play and I'll tell you why it really pissed me off over on uh, DraftKings, I had a eight um, same game parlay and the only thing that didn't hit was Vikings over 27 and a half points. I just needed them to score oh. a fucking touchdown at the end. Win the game. I, I mean, I didn't even care if they won, but just needed over that 27. And they can't do that. Missed a big payout on that. But it is what it is in the Vikings. 0-3, they have 
a quarterback who's on record or uh, on pace to break the NFL record for throwing a wide receiver on pace to break the NFL record for yards and catches. And they're 0 and three. I don't get it. <laughs> no. And I'll go to the other side. Do you realize Justin Herbert in this game went 40 for 47 for 405 yards, three touchdowns, and they probably still should have lost the game. What is wrong yeah. with that team? I don't understand. They have so much talent, and Mike Williams is out for the year. Side note, but you mm-hmm. mentioned it was Kirk, man. He's he, he's leading the he's leading the league in passing. Jefferson leading the league in receiving again. Um, and then what? What's his? Uh, and Hunter's leading the league in uh, sacks, I think, too, on the defensive side. So, you know what it is. Last year was such a fluke with them winning all those eleven score one score games. It is regression to the mean on steroids for these Vikings. <laughs> 0-3 with a point differential of minus 13. Um, what, what do you think of these teams going forward? Do you think the, I think the Vikings do end up turning it around and getting them around 500 at least. Yeah, they probably do. Um, but they got to figure it out on defense. They can't seem to stop. Both these teams can't seem to stop anybody. They got to figure out something on defense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, neither team wants to win. They, like these two teams are carbon copies of each other, which is why we all, we, we mentioned it. We felt like this was going to end in a tie. It almost did. If they had scored a touchdown, you knew yeah. LA would get a field goal and they would have tied 31 on all. You mentioned it. Nobody could stop anybody. Both teams almost have 500 yards each of offense. I, I mean, I, I think, I think the Vikings will get it right. I don't know what I think of the chargers from here. The chargers got the Raiders coming to town. So a chance to get back to two and two, which will be a vic- small victory for them. Although we know that the Raiders will take over their stadium because the Chargers fans never show up. Vikings go to Carolina. Um, you got to think they're going to get that one, right? I don't know. Andy Dalton threw the ball 58 <laughs> times this past weekend. Maybe he's going to some weird stat up. lines. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, this game somehow stays under despite both teams uh, going for a thousand yards. Uh, it says over uh, under 52 and a half. So shocker, a Chargers Vikings game that makes absolutely fucking no sense. So <laughs> the Chargers cover the number and we'll move along. We could skip this next game to be honest, because, <laughs> oh, that's not a misprint. Buffalo <laughs> goes into D.C. and never was a game. Never was a game. Headline here, Sam I am got a little humbled yesterday. You can't turn the ball over five times. Got sack nine. Buffalo's on a whole different level. I, 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 I If you're going to beat a team like Buffalo, Kansas City, San Francisco, Dallas, Philly, whatever whatever top-tier teams you're going to talk about, you got to play a perfect game and you got to win the turnover battle. You can't lose 5-1. to one. Uh, That's all I got to say on the Washington side. I think Buffalo is, is still pretty damn good. I think they remind people every now and then how good they are. If, if Josh Allen just doesn't turn the ball over. Yeah, no, exactly. We said they either they uh, they lose those those games or they blow teams out. There's no in between. They don't have any close wins. You know, they either lose or blow them out. This, uh, unfortunately for you, Washington fans, was uh, was a blowout side of it, not a losing close. Humble pie. <laughs> um, my uh, my co-host and wife on Old Fashioned Football has a bone to pick with you because. We still didn't know if Joe Burrow was going to play. It was on the, uh, up in the air. So she said, I'm going to start Sam Howell. At least he'll get me some oh. point. He got point six. So I guess that's sort of some point. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, she uh, said, tell, tell Moneyline I'm mad at his team. So <laughs> oh, you're not the only, you're not the only one. This is this is J Mark. It's uh, <laughs> it wasn't a good day. <laughs> I can tell you that right. humble pie. We're not going undefeated. And uh I, I don't know. I feel like we're the Giants of last year where I think we can beat the average to below average teams, teams like the Bears, hopefully in week five. Like, I'm looking at the schedule. We got Philly, then the Bears. I'm like, eh, let's just go, let's find a way to get the Bears at home. And then we just get housed by these teams that are on a different level, like Buffalo. Um, I'll tell you what, man. In terms of Buffalo, I like that they're running the football to take a little bit of the load off of Josh Allen. Like James Cook goes for 15 yeah. carries for 98 yards. Damian Harrison play, or he actually, he did play, sorry, five carries for 15 yards. I like that they're committed to the run game this, this year. I, I think that that's yeah. going to benefit them 
in December and January where in years past, especially last year, they couldn't run the ball. And when they did, it was just Josh Allen trying to run over five defenders. What do you think of that? I mean, what's your thoughts on this Buffalo rushing attack and just how it can complement this team with their postseason aspirations? We know they're going to go 13-4 and or whatever and be there. It's just can they finally get over the hump in the cold this year? No, I absolutely think it's vital for their success. And Josh Allen, knowing that it's not all on his shoulders, that somebody else can run the ball successfully is huge because like you said, then he doesn't have to try to plow over defenders and end up getting banged up and not being able to throw as well as he normally does and everything. So I think it's a huge deal that they're able to to get the, the ball going on the ground. And uh, of course, I mean, a balanced offense is is much harder to stop. Yeah, just ask Tom Brady all those years with that Patriots running attack. Shout out to Nick Fortune in the chat. Hey, and Nick, I did take note. Did you see who was calling the Redskins-Bills game yesterday? Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is not coming back, but he's announcing <laughs> the game. So I did. I thought of Nick uh, in the chat when uh, when I saw Matt Ryan doing the game. I go, oh, my God, of course Matt Ryan's doing this game. He probably thinks he's going to he's probably gonna try and politic his way into a contract. He's trying to get on the Jets, but they're like, no, thank you. We saw you get right. sacked enough. We can't block anybody. Why would we take your old ass? We saw what you did in Indy last year. So, um, all right, let's continue this late. But on the other side, because we got to talk about Hall of Fame bets, win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlay, player props, and game lines, research, NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer with historical data. Enter any parlay uh, idea into the Hall of Fame bets with their optimizer tool to get the best rates broken down by each leg, expected probability for the entire parlay, and sort all through the player rates so that you know which one you're getting the best value on. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users with Hall of Fame bets to create and craft a more intelligent, data-driven parlay. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use the promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All righty. We are back on the NFL Gambling Podcast, moving along in this beautiful recap slate. Uh, glad we got that last game out of the book. We already teased this one. Uh, Costs are 33 to 1 parlay. Shout out to Jordan Love, man. That guy. He did, he looked like dog shit for three quarters, but I'll tell you what he he's a gamer man. He 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 takes hit after hit. He keeps competing. I don't know if he's going to be the next big thing in, in Green Bay, but I got to give him credit, man. He's he competes and uh, the Saints man they get golden opportunity to go three and zero. They gave this one away. Jameis was not very good. No, not at all. And they're gonna have to figure that out because um, I think Derek Carr's injury is gonna be somewhat serious. Uh, I read yeah. that he went to the hospital right after the game, so they were looking at something there they thought was messed up. And so Jameis is going to have to be better unless Taysom Hill is going to carry the workload, which I don't think is going to happen. So they got to figure that out. And Jordan Love, I don't want to, I don't want to say nice things about Packers at all. You guys know I'm a Bears fan. I don't want to do it. But how uh, vintage Rodgers was that? You're down by 17 at half after getting hit and not looking good, and you rally the troops and get win the game. I mean that. That's kind of vintage what Aaron Rodgers always did, right? He was down, never out, though. And uh, as a Bears fan, you hate to see it. But as a Packer fan, you got to be encouraged by what you've seen so far with the fact that they continue to keep fighting. They've been able to move the ball successfully. And they, they are likely going to be competing for this division because the Vikings suck, the Bears suck, and the Lions are going to shoot themselves in the foot. you got to imagine they will. Well, yeah, no doubt, and it sets up a, a big game on on Thursday night. Um, yeah, because because the Packers, this line now we got it earlier in the week at Saints plus two and a half. Luckily for us, so we were on the right side. <laughs> but this line flipped to New Orleans being favored because of all the inactives: Watson, Jair Alexander, Aaron Jones, uh, Bacardi. But back back, I never can pronounce his name, dude. That was a hell of a win, short short handed man. I was, yeah, I was, for sure. I was stunned, especially when it was 17 nothing. Even with Jameson, I go, oh, they're going to just bleed the clock, win 17 7 or something. But man, that's, that's a big game. That's such a big Thursday night one um, where these Packers are going to take on the Lions for first place through the first month. 
uh, for the Saints, they got no time to feel sorry. They got uh, the Bucks coming to town, and that's going to yeah. be for first place next week as well in that South. So both teams from here, two and one, headed into first place matchups in week number four. Yeah, for sure. For the Saints, I mean, week five, I believe, week five or week six, Kamara comes back. And yeah. uh, if he can be a, a glimpse of who he used to be, I think he's gotten a little more inefficient. I don't think he's as good as he was, right? But if he can be a glimpse of that, I think their offense is going to click a little bit better. There, It hasn't been great all year. Um, it, with a car injury definitely hurts them. I think he's a better quarterback than Winston, but – we also know Winston can throw five touchdowns in a game. He'll have five interceptions to go with it, but he can throw five touchdowns in that game. And so I think the Saints will be all right going forward. I, I think getting Kamara back, somebody who's a veteran and knows that offense well, knows the pass protection, that's going to be huge for him. Yeah, I and I like the Saints too. I was surprised their defense kind of folded down the stretch the way it did. I thought they were yeah. really good defensively, but they just gave that game away. So Interested to see, once they get Kamara back, what this version of the Saints looks like. Talking about who those other teams are in their division, the Lions and Falcons. This was never really a game. Uh, I The, the formula is easy with, with the Falcons. Like I, I love their rushing attack with B. John Robinson um, and, and Algier, but Desmond Ritter's awful. I, I'd go to Heineke, man. I, I, I It might be an overreaction Monday for me, but – I know what I'm getting with Heineke. You got too many good weapons to just be that limited in the passing game with that rushing attack. Yeah, yeah no, you're not going to win any game with Ritter throwing the ball 38 times. Um, Heineke, maybe. And uh, I, th it was when it was, I don't know, when the game already felt out of reach, I remember texting somebody that, why is Ritter throwing the ball this many times and Bijan Robinson and Tyler Algier only have these many carries? Like they were throwing it way more. That's not how you win as the Falcons. Stay true to your identity. You're a, a dominant rushing team. And if you, if you know football, which Arthur Smith, I'm not sure he does, but if you know football, when you're trying to establish the run, yeah, you're going to have three and outs. You're going to have those negative plays or two yard carries or whatever, but you're setting the tone, you're wearing the defense out, and pretty soon you're going to start breaking these big chunk plays. Why are you not just sticking to that? I don't understand it. I think Arthur Smith is a terrible coach. Yeah, he, he's interesting. He's a, he's a, he, he, Obviously, he's a variable guy, so he wants to bring that physicality. But, I, yeah, I mean, they, they, got, they got seven and ten or eight and nine written all over it. I mean – it, it, they'll they'll grind out games and they they can't win a road game. They won seven games last year in the dome. I think they finished seven and two. I think they were zero and eight on the road last year. Ritter still has not won a road start, <laughs> including like uh, I mean he he's undefeated at home from the Cincinnati days, but he didn't win a single road start last year. They go to London now to take on a wounded Jags team. Interesting spot angle there. I don't know yeah. where I'm going with that game. I mean. It's uh, it's amazing how much this league can just flip in just one week. It, 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 you can't Agreed. overreact to just one week. Uh, Lions go to uh, Green Bay, Lambeau for first place. You got an early lean in that game? No, I feel like I don't tie. know anything about these teams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's hope it ends in a tie. Um, I hope neither team has any fun and. <laughs> And they just wear each other out for the rest of the season. I don't know. <laughs> Shout out to, to Nick. <laughs> yeah, right. Shout out to Nick. His wife, Katie, said, why is Justin co-hosting with a West Virginia fan? Because she's a Cyclone fan. <laughs> oh, hey, Cyclones and Mountaineers are both 1-0 in Big 12 play, baby. Go Mountaineers. <laughs> uh, let's move along to, speaking of another beatdown overreaction. Now, I'm going to tout a little bit because – me and Lante were the only two that ranked the Browns in the top 10. Uh, we thought it was an overreaction fluke win by the Steelers. I still think it is. I think the Browns should be 3-0. Dude, Miles Garrett's an animal. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. if, 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 if Deshaun Watson just plays competent, this is a good football team. You mean don't throw it behind you when you're getting <laughs> sacked to a guy that doesn't even think it's going to be coming. It's a fumble. Like that whole ordeal, don't do that. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. $250 don't guaranteed million. Dollars. <laughs> yeah. $250 million guaranteed, and he's doing shit like that. Like just fucking take the sack. Um, I, yeah, the Browns looked good. The Titans looked like shit. 
I was on the wrong side of this one, and I, I still I won't admit that the Browns are good. They're going to have to do more for me because I'm just so anti-Cleveland Browns, anti-Deshaun Watson. I was on the train of he sucks, and I'm going to stick on that for at least a little bit longer. They got more to prove, but uh, yeah, no, they got the job done in, in, in a dominant fashion here, so props to them. And honestly, this game probably should have been worse because they, they overturned an Amari Cooper touchdown that wasn't even close to being out of bounds. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, Deshaun Watson does suck. That's the thing that's funny. But this defense with Miles Garrett, Zedaria Smith, I mean, they get after it. I mean, they finally had somebody run a red zone play against him. And, I mean, Tennessee had like 100 yards of offense. They, as long as Watson – honestly – Whoever, I got to look who the backup is in Cleveland. I'm drawing a blank. Who is it? It's uh, the kid from UCLA. They might be better without Watson. I just somebody that will not turn the football over with this ground attack and defense. Yep. Yeah. They should. Um, they should still have Jacoby Brissett. Is what they should have. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. What is his name? Dorian Thompson Robinson or something like yes, that. Yes. DTR. Yes. 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 He was yeah. Good. Okay. Um, um, and yeah, here, Brown's just sorry, real quick. Brown's holding Derrick Henry to just 20 yards on 11 carries is crazy. Falcons, crazy. Titans both get blown out, both got away from their rushing attack days. It's pretty simple with those teams. Stack the box, yep. they ain't gonna beat you with their quarterback. Tannehill's awful, he's old. Um, from here, Cleveland got a big one next week, got Baltimore coming to town for first place in the AFC North. Um, Tennessee, on the other hand, has got these Bengals coming to them. We'll see what happens tonight. Burrow is going to play, so maybe a bounce back for Tennessee. We'll preview that one on Wednesday. Moving along in the slate, here's your dog, J-Mark. You gave this one out all week. The Texans flow chart game, never in doubt. Up 17 nothing at the break. Uh, did get a little bit of fortune. I mean, they had a fullback run back, a kick, had blocked a field goal. But the main thing is, man, CJ Stroud looks good. Yeah, he he does. He looks very good, um, slinging the ball, and it's all you know. Those first two games, he he was throwing the ball a lot, and it's like, you know, if he could just put a little bit more together, he's going to uh, start doing very well in this league. And I feel like we saw that today, we or yesterday, we saw him put it all together, go out there and um, just find his receivers when he needed to, and. Him and Tank Dell is becoming a really fun combo to watch. And yeah. uh, I think, you know, we've been giving them out. Week week one, we gave out Tank Dell. Week two, we said it again because nobody listened and it picked him up. Um, and he, he had like 25 points in fantasy football last week. What are you people doing? But no, the CJ Stroud is good. And what is it with these Jaguars not being able to beat the Texans even when they're the good team and the Texans are not. I mean, we even had Moon off the Texans fans saying, Texans aren't going to win this. Don't bet them. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You didn't Moon off. Moon off is trying to reverse jinx. That's what we do on the show. <laughs> we pick against right? our teams every week. Uh, this week was successful because the Chiefs and Bills rolled our teams. But uh, <laughs> so what, let me ask you this. Let's have a real, real question here now. What, what do we do with the Jags going forward? I mean, they, they were coming off a loss too. To get beat by yeah. 20 by Houston, that, I'm not saying code red, but, I mean, those guys got to look at themselves in the mirror this week. I mean, that, they need to go to London and find themselves. They got two games out there. They got Atlanta and Buffalo. Buffalo's going to be a tough task. You, you got to think that they're yeah. putting a lot of emphasis on this Atlanta game. They got to get this Atlanta game on Sunday. Yeah, agreed, 100% agree, and – they need to get Ridley involved. I mean, if you look at week one, they won that thing easily. And well, who was leading the team and receiving and everything? It was Calvin Ridley. You can't tell me the league's figured him out already. They need to get some more plays drawn up for him and keep slinging the ball his way. I think they'll be all right. They're they're a good team. They're a young team. And we know Doug Peterson is a good coach. Uh, they just they got to kind of like you said, check themselves. They got to look in the mirror and uh, go beat this Falcons team and go from there one game at a time. Agreed. And, and from there, Houston, man, Houston's got Sp Pittsburgh coming, coming to town next week. I think that's another winnable game. I, I think that, I think this Houston team is feisty. I, th I think they, they fly around for D'Amico Ryan. So looking forward to previewing that one later in the week. Uh, let's go, let's go to this game. 15 to 10, just like old Bill Belichick drew it up, man. I, I, I was kicking myself. I got cute. I'm like, 
Everybody is saying the Patriots have beat them 14 in a row. This is going to be the time the Jets finally get it. Zach Wilson sucks, man. That Yeah. I think this Patriots team offensively is not bad. They just they they kind of stalled out. They almost had 400 yards of offense, but the the takeaway, man, Zach Wilson, the, the Jets got to make a move. Yeah, they got they got to figure there's got to be somebody out there that can yeah. bring them more than what he's bringing. And there you go. <laughs> Matt Ryan. Oh, yeah, they didn't want him. <laughs> They're like, we don't want quarterbacks that are going to get broken behind our offensive line. Um, Only the Colts. <laughs> right? Colts wanted Wentz and Ryan. <laughs> they they saw that that didn't work out. Um, I thought the Jets were going to cover for a second there towards the end, because like you said, the Patriots did stall some. The Jets moved the ball a little bit, but I think it was more of just Patriots playing a little softer um, knowing that they had it in the bag and, you know, Belichick doesn't care about covering spreads. He could give a shit less. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, this, this jets team, they're, they're going to be one of the worst in the league after such high expectations after the Rogers trade. Now that he's injured, all those expectations are gone. And, uh, I don't see them winning a lot of games and even the defense hasn't been overly impressive. The, these past two weeks, it's almost like the the Rodgers thing just deflated the whole season. Well, I, and I think there's something said too for like a defense that's good when you're on the field the entire game. I mean, in doubt, yeah. the turnovers that Zach Wilson has have killed them. I like I said, man, they got they got to make a move. They they got Kansas City coming. They're not winning that game, so they're going to be one and three. Uh, New England's going to Dallas. I. I, I probably would lean Dallas. Dallas seems to always bounce back after everybody kills them. You got to get them when they're everybody's pumping them up. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like New England's just going to find a way to stay in the hunt. That's that's what they're going to do. That's yeah. what they always do. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Them in Pittsburgh. So, all right. Uh, <laughs> we talked about which which way those two teams go. Let's go to uh, let's go to the game that everybody's talking about. Denver, my lock. Uh, not so much. Uh, Dolphins fans give me a little humble pie. I said the Broncos are going to go in there. It's going to be a game. Russ is not as bad. I stick by that Russ actually is not as bad. I mean, he threw for over 300 yards. I'll tell you who's bad. That Denver defense is fucking awful. And, you know, maybe that's yeah. why Sam Howell's able to put 35 points on him last week. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um yeah, in Denver, I mean, you would think they would be known for their defense. They've had a pretty decent defense the past decade, but yeah, they are awful. And the Dolphins are legit. As long as Tua stays healthy, they're going to be a very hard team to beat. Um, and, and we saw it. They don't need, you know, both their speedsters to be ready to go because Waddle was out and they still put up 70 points. I think Devin Achain is going to be very valuable to them now that he's healthy. And yeah, these dolphins. These dolphins are going to be hard to beat, and these Broncos are going to have trouble finding a way to win if they don't fix the defense. Yeah, uh, Dolphins seventy points, too short of the record. Could have kicked the field goal if they wanted to. I, I think I agree with that decision. I mean, what's that going to do? Uh, Seven hundred twenty-six yards of offense, ten point two yards per play. Uh, it doesn't take a rocket scientist. That's a first down every play. That was <laughs> that was a clinic. Um, yeah. Is Miami the best team in football? Ooh, that's tough. Or do we um, or do we need to wait and see because we know what's on the horizon this week? They uh they have the best, I would say they have the best offense all around in football. Yeah. Um, I think the defense isn't while it's not bad, I think the defense leaves a little to be desired. So I wouldn't say they're the best team, but they are they're one of the best. Again, they're in that conversation. And if if people stay healthy, uh, this this Dolphins offense, I don't know if anybody can stop them. Yeah, hey, we'll, we'll find out this week because they go to Buffalo. Buffalo's flying around defensively. Buffalo just casually goes into Washington, wins by 35, and nobody's talking about it because the Dolphins put up uh, <laughs> 70. So interesting game coming in. I kind of leaned to Buffalo. You, you kind of – it feels like it's going to be a little bit of a letdown after scoring 70, got to go all the way to Buffalo. What are we doing with the Broncos, man? Because uh, they lose by 50, and they're laying three in Chicago next week. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're staying away, poking them with a stick, saying do something. I don't know. Um, they're, 
they, they're not a team you can trust. 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> they, they need to play yeah, that before the London game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, yeah, Sean Payton's getting humble quickly. I, I just killing Nathaniel Hackett, but uh, he's getting a little humble pie. Uh, all right, let's go along to the next one. Baltimore lays an egg. Survivor pool, J. Mark was on it. Indy, Minshew Mania, we talked about this. I like Minshew, man. He runs it offense, professional effort. Uh, culture a lot better than people are giving him credit for. They're not sexy, but they're solid. Yeah, and you got to remember, one of the best running backs in the league still isn't playing for him. And if he I comes know. back week week five – and will play and doesn't ha- isn't bitching about his contract and gives his all out there and is healthy, they're definitely going to be a tough team to beat, whether it's Minshew, whether it's Anthony Richardson. I mean, the back having in the, the back end there, Anthony Richardson and Jonathan Taylor is going to create some issues because they're going to be able to drop a lot of scheme-type plays where those guys are just going to run all over every defense. So... Colts are going to be an interesting one to watch. I think they they've exceeded my expectations. I didn't think Anthony Richardson was ready to be successful. And uh, even though he's injured right now, I think he is. And like you said, it, one of the best or one of the smartest things you can do in football is have a backup quarterback that can come in and win games. And they have that with Minshew. Indeed they do. And, you know, Moss rushed for over a hundred yards on the other side, this is obviously a disappointing loss for the Ravens. A perfect golden yeah. opportunity to start 3-0. and Their schedule's been extremely soft. You get Houston and India at home to start the year. I, I, I think we were ahead of the curve here. Everybody kind of was crowning the Ravens. I have not been impressed by the Ravens. I know that they won in, no. in Cincinnati, but that's more about Burrow being hurt. I don't like Lamar in this new offense. In, in the end, he ended up just running yesterday, 14 carries, 100 yards. It was like the old days. Right. Yeah. And I think, I think they have to, to somewhat get back to that if they want to look like a good offensive team. Completely agree. And, and you know what we've been, we were pounding that desk all summer long. Um, Baltimore's got, got their back to the wall. They go to Cleveland next week and all of a sudden the Brownies could, could, could create a little separation there in the North between them and the yeah. and Rape. Uh, Boy, that would be great to see for all those Browns fans that have suffered due to the Bengals, Steelers, <laughs> and Ravens if they could pull away. Pull for your Brownies. Uh, Indy, talk, we talked about this on the look-ahead game. They got the Rams. Sneaky, weird spot here with Stafford playing tonight. Um, we'll see what happens here tonight. I think I think if you catch the Rams coming off a loss, it's going to be a tough spot. But, I mean, if, if the Rams somehow win a big road win, might be another good spot for the Colts. Yeah, for sure. All righty, and we entered the late window slate where Seattle gets it done. Uh, Minshew Mania worked out for the Colts, but Andy Dalton Magic did not work out for the Carolina Panthers. Although I will say, quarterback was not the problem for these Carolina Panthers yesterday. Good win for the Seahawks. Uh, what was your takeaway from this game? Yeah, no, another game where the Seahawks can't seem to stop anybody. Um, that just like the Lions game, it was a back and forth kind of. They just they were able to score a little bit more early on. And credit to Andy Dalton, he went out there and he found the veterans in Adam Thielen. They found DJ Chark, and uh, just wasn't enough to keep up with the Seahawks offense. You know, I heard a lot of people say that Geno was going to regress. The Seahawks weren't going to be as good. I think if they can keep uh, the offense moving like this, they'll be just fine. Yeah, strength of the team is definitely offense, especially with the way Kenneth Walker was running for over five yards of carry yesterday. I mean, I like the Seahawks team. It was my pick to win the NFC, Dark Horse. I still like them, man. I think the NFC, they got a chance. They got to continue to get better. Uh, Carolina ain't going to win many games when Andy Dalton's throwing 60 passes. Agree? Yeah, agreed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so they, from here, they got they to get Miles Sanders going. Yeah. I – I don't like this Carolina team, man. They're they're they lost a little bit of edge like they had at the end of last year. Toughness on the defensive side and in the in the trenches. Yep. They kind of have been a finesse team early on. Uh we'll be interested interested to see what happens when Bryce Young comes back. Carolina gets Minnesota in the battle of the O and threes. You got two battle of O and threes, Denver, Chicago, go Bears, uh, and Carolina, Minnesota. Seattle 
goes to the Meadowlands for Monday Night Football. That's an interesting game. So we'll preview that one as well. All right, Jay Mark. Unfortunately, we got to talk this next game. Uh, 41 to 10. Taylor Swift wins. Uh, Travis Kelsey wins. Floor is yours. <laughs> I got nothing wrong with this game, man. I don't want to talk about this game either. No, I mean, it went exactly how I thought it was going to, right? The Bears were a mess all week with the the controversy of Alan Williams' house is being raided. No, it's just a family matter, all that shit. Then Soldier Field's broken into $100,000 worth of uh, equipment was stolen. The Justin Fields is saying, well, you know, I'm playing robotic because of coaching. And then the next day, no, no, I wasn't blaming the coaches. And the coaches, oh, no, we're fine with Fields. Like, they're just a fucking mess. They need to, I know Fluce has only been there for two years, but sorry, you need to clean house. They need to give a blank check to a guy like Jim Harbaugh or somebody like that. They can come in, fix this offense, fix this team, fix the culture, and they're going to suck until they do. Uh, that's just my opinion on it. Um, I've I'm come to terms with it, so it's not even bothered me. You know, it, it doesn't even bother me. <laughs> I got the perfect shirt for you. You're, you're fed yeah, up. Yeah, there man. you go. Uh, the other yeah, thing man, is, I, I, go ahead. We just one last thing. How badly do we ruin Caleb Williams if, if we draft him uh, this next year? Because we're going to be the worst team in the NFL. We draft Caleb Williams, and if they don't get new coaching and uh, a new culture, they're just going to ruin the world of Caleb Williams. Yeah. No, I, I <laughs> unfortunately, I think you're right. Like, I was on the Bears too. I thought the Bears would would, would fight and, and keep it close, but they've they've quit already. It looks like I, and yeah. it, it's amazing because three weeks ago this team had expectations go, coming into the year, and then three weeks later it's complete dumpster fire. And for Justin Fields, man, calls out the coaches, dude. How do you go eleven of twenty two for less than a hundred yards in a game where you're down thirty? Like that's like a game you at least throw for two three hundred yards because they're in prevent defense the entire day. He's lost, right. man, and yep. maybe it's maybe it's Chicago. I, I I I'm looking at him, man. He he's not reading the defense at all right now, and and no. I hate it. Well, I, I was hoping the Bears would be good and he would take a step. Yeah, I was too. Obviously, um, the uh, one positive I can take away from that after Fields got rocked in the head, uh, he was going back to you know back to the huddle and DJ Moore took him off the field, said, no, you need to go out. And I just thought that was a, a great veteran move to protect your quarterback, say, hey, I can see that you're not quite right. Why don't you step off and at least get looked at? And when you're down, at the time they were down 41 to nothing, I think it was. I don't think yeah. they'd even scored their field goal at that time. No, because they kicked the field goal after because he was hurt. Um, what's the point of getting in there and maybe getting another hit where you're out for the season then with a concussion or, or a worse problem? So – um, I love that move by DJ Moore. Just class act, veteran move, and that's that's the one Bears positive I can take away. There you go. Well, you're, you had to bring one. Uh, we buy in Kansas City. I, I mean, they, I know I don't think we ever sold them. I mean, they're they're the Chiefs. Yeah. Yep. And they're. They're just going to continue to be good. I mean, it's Andy Reid. I think they felt a little bit of pressure with people saying, like, hey, they haven't looked as dominant. And uh, even though it was against a bad Bears team, they moved that ball so efficiently, especially in the first half. Like, it was just easy. So I think they had a little chip on their shoulder of, like, we're still here. You don't have to worry about us. Yeah. Are you uh, Are you going to be listening to Taylor Swift anytime soon? <laughs> Hey, I love Taylor <laughs> Swift. There's nothing wrong with T Swift, um, but but it was a little ridiculous how often the camera panned to her and they talked about Taylor Swift. It's like, okay, we get it. A couple times was enough. Let's just let's just watch some some football. <laughs> hey, Alicia, Alicia, let you not think about the game. I guess I guess it's only silver <laughs> right. lining for you. Uh, yeah. All right, let's let's move along. It's enough talking about how both our teams combined to lose seventy eight to thirteen. Let's let's get a little positive though, because how about <laughs> them Cowboys? Are you shitting me, Dallas? All you Cowboy fans yeah. that were saying we're Super Bowl contenders, and I and I and I power ranked them one because when I saw they were the best team, but I said I'm doing it on purpose so that they can lay an egg. This is why they'll never win a Super Bowl in, in this era with McCarthy, Prescott, Jerry Jones. The culture there, they have as good a roster as anybody. I don't disagree with that. Yeah, but their culture is not San Francisco, Kansas City, uh, or whoever, but Cincinnati. Yeah. Or I guess Cincinnati now with Burrow. 
they they're not or Philly like they're not they those teams don't lose this kind of game and and get blown right. out to be honest. Well, and I already saw some people take to social media that well this was because of the Diggs injury. That happened earlier in the week. Yeah, it's unfortunate yeah. because he's one of your best defenders, but this is a professional football league. You yeah. next man up. You can't blame like if it, it was a serious thing that happened during the game, I get it. It happened in practice. It, you know, you you have to move on from that. You have to win games and they don't get it done here and it's just it's almost typical cowboy fashion and uh how about them Cardinals though? They're feisty. Three and O ATS. So they're they're our uh, Falcons of last year. They're our darling. I, I yeah. like them, Andy. They compete. I you know I, yeah. I was watching. Them, I go, are the Cardinals good? <laughs> Kyler Murray's <laughs> talking about coming back now because they won a game. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, just wait till the new Call of Duty comes out. He won't want to come back anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll get like he'll get like COVID for a week or a month and he'll just disappear. <laughs> right. Sorry, I gotta play Call of Duty. Uh all right, so Dallas two and one. Typical front runners. They'll go twelve and five, probably losing the divisional round again. Seen this over and over again. Like Stephen A said, just wait. It's an accident waiting to happen. They are the cowboys, they are the cowgirls, so thanks once again for reminding us you guys will choke when it matters uh right. all right the finale in the in the slate before we look ahead to week number five pittsburgh back-to-back games uh they're somehow two and one man uh one of the more questionable coaching decisions i would say we're uh kicking a field goal down eight since uh packer we'll throw some shade to packer fans jay mark since uh LaFleur in the NFC Championship uh, kicked the field goal down eight on the goal line. Yeah, that, that move doesn't make any sense to me. Play to win. Don't don't say don't don't even listen to the analytics of oh if we kick the field goal now you know it ups our percentage by this much. Who cares? Go for the gold. If you lose by ten, you lose by ten. Whatever you know, um, or I think eleven it was. But anyways. Yeah, the, the Steelers' offense finally woke up, though. That was kind of nice to see. Um, the passing game got going, and the the defense is – I mean, it's a good defense. I think if their defense wasn't as dominant as it was with sacking and intercepting, the Raiders could have had this game. And I got to give some credit to the Raiders. I expected them to be complete garbage, and it's weird that they're not getting it done with Josh Jacobs on the ground, but the passing game is working out for them. Devontae Adams, Jacoby Myers, those guys are money. And uh, they're money in my pocket, too. If every drive you just bet them <laughs> to have a catch, it, it works out well. Um, but, yeah, Jimmy G, credit to him, even though he's he's in the concussion protocol again, but he is getting the ball out to to the playmakers. So Raiders just looking a little better on offense than I expected. Everybody likes a little money in their pocket. So, yeah. Um, for the Raiders, they uh, – who do they have next? Oh, they go to L.A. where they'll play a neutral site game against the Chargers at SoFi. Uh, they'll probably have more fans. And the Steelers go to Houston. A little trap spot with Baltimore on deck. We'll preview that one on Wednesday. Yeah, man. That's yeah. the best part of this week. We, <laughs> we go back-to-back, baby. All right, let's look ahead to week number five in the National Football League. Uh, recap, uh, we gave out some winners, CLV, like we say. Uh, first off, J-Mark gave out Rams plus one. That hasn't moved yet, but it could potentially move with the game tonight, so stay tuned. I gave out Titans plus four and a half. I said if, basically if Burrow's going to be out, uh, they'll be favored. If not, I still think it'll go less than three. It's a pick em, so... Hopefully you got in on the Titans plus four and a half. J Mark gave out Vikings minus one against Carolina. They're at minus three and a half, even though they haven't won a game, the Carolina's a dumpster <laughs> fire. Uh, I gave out Sam Fran minus 10 and a half. And I said, you know, this is a chalky play, but I think it's going to be two touchdowns. Well, it's 14, even with the Arizona's win. Uh, and then J Mark said, take the Broncos minus one. It, it, it's going to be more. The Broncos lose by 50, and it still went the other way, and they're laying three and a half. So, J-Mark knows his Bears well. And I went Chiefs minus two and a half against Jets. I said, come on, this is an Aaron Rodgers with Aaron Rodgers line. Uh, Chiefs are laying nine, nine and a half now. So, good CLV, good uh, gaps right there. Let's lead it off here. 
Um, where do you want to go for your first look ahead in week number five? I'm going to go to a game that it looks, it smells fishy with what the line is right now, but I'm taking it anyways. Miami, only four and a half point favorites over the Giants. Are you kidding me? They're going to crush the Giants maybe worse than they crushed the the, uh, the Broncos there. So I, I like grabbing Miami four and a half right now. The Giants have not looked good, especially against good teams. And that that's going to be north of a touchdown by the time that, that rolls around next week. I like it. Do I dare to do it? Go Thursday night. <laughs> the Redskins are currently one point favorite against the Chicago Bears. Uh, if I had to project, there'd probably be three or four. It, it, you got value. I'm worried like hell whenever Ron's a favorite. Uh, they may not cover the four and a half, five point line. Shit, that might be six, seven if the Bears look bad again. Uh, if it's seven points, though, I can tell you I'll be on the Bears because you, you never lay seven with Ron Rivera because he doesn't even know <laughs> where he's at. Uh, I'll take the I'll take the skins minus one right now. Uh, I yeah, the Bears are an auto fade for me, so I like that. Um, my next one, I'm going to go Detroit against the Panthers. Detroit's a five point favorite. Panthers, I think Bryce Young will be back, and I actually think they're a worse team with Bryce Young right now. Um, I was. I was not sold on him anyways. I don't think he's ready. And now they're stuck in this hard part where Andy Dalton just moved the ball efficiently. If he does it again and you say, hey, rookie, we're not going to put you back in. Now you're messing with his confidence. So you really got in this shitty situation. That's why I I almost hate starting rookies unless you know they're going to succeed right away. Uh, And especially at the quarterback position, I mean. But um, so I'm, I'm. I'm looking at that game and I'm going to take Detroit in the five. I think they, that goes to at least seven, maybe seven and a half. So I like getting them with the five. Cause then with, if they win by a touchdown, you don't have to worry about a push. I agree. And it'll be a extended rest for the lions because they're playing yeah. Thursday night. Yep. Man, you know, these actually are pretty sharp right now where I'm like, Oh, you got to get that up. Uh, That's what she said. I know. <laughs> I'll go Rams plus seven okay. over the Eagles. I, I think that I think people didn't think the Rams would be as good coming into this year. I think they're a little bit better. I think this line probably should be close to where the game is at tonight. Four and a half, maybe five. Uh, I'll take the points with the Rams. Um, I think seven's too too much right now to lay with an Eagles offense that's struggling. Yeah, no, I agree. And a defense that hasn't been able to really stop. And really banged up. Yeah, yeah. They're banged up, especially in the defensive backfield. And if Puka and Tutu both look good again this week, I think that you're going to have some value there because they're going to be able to move the ball in the Eagles. Uh, My last one, I think Carr is going to be out for uh, several games, right? Yeah. And I can't trust Jameis Winston against the Patriots. And the Patriots are only one-point favorites. That yeah. doesn't seem right to me. Uh, give me the Patriots minus one. That's it'll be at least three if Jameis is starting. In my opinion, I think maybe even more because newsflash: Jameson's James went not Jameson. Jameis Winston not that good. Obviously, got whiskey on my mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh man, last one. Let's go. Do I do the chalky play again? I guess give me the chiefs minus four at Minnesota. I I'm worried that this may finish around three, four points. Cause the Vikings only plays close games. No, I'm not giving that one out. I Kirk, Kirk, Kirk's always keeps it close. Um, should I go Niner? No, man, there's not really one that's, I might go Cardinals plus seven and a half against the Bengals. I, I know go. that's, like that's that. crazy, but I, I just, I don't know what we're going to see from Burrow. So if Burrow doesn't play beyond tonight, um, not laying more than a touchdown with Cincinnati right now. So kind of two games I just am taking flyers on because I don't see a lot of value right now early. Yeah, over on the X at SGPN football doc, our Dr. Sebastian, he's worried about Burrow's calf. Um, He said that before they declared him a starter, that's that type of injury has a high risk of, uh, coming back, which is why he's been dealing with it again since preseason. So, um, 
yeah, Burrow plays tonight, maybe he re-injures that, and then all of a sudden Bengals might be the dogs in that game. So I like that play. Yeah. How about them Cardinals? Now we're betting on the cards. All righty, everybody. Another, <laughs> I know, another week in the books in the National Football League. Two more games tonight, Bucks, Eagles, and L.A. and Cincinnati. So before we get out of here, J-Mark, it's Monday night. So what we got over at Old Fashioned Football here later? Yeah, we're going to be doing our injury report, studs and duds. Uh, we do a little fun segment, Sir Throws a Lot, that former Chicago Bear quarterback, maybe they need to bring him back. Jim Miller leads in for us. Um, and we got our waivers, the most important thing of each week after you've lost your game or lost a player to injury, go to the waiver wire. That's how you win the uh, your fantasy football league. So check that out tonight. Yes, it is. Yeah, go find me at Moneyline underscore Mac over at the college experience as well. College basketball preview starting here this week. College football rolling along. Big 12 experience. Get over there. Subscribe to the NFL Gambling Podcast. Go check out the main show as well. Ryan and Sean doing great work live every night around 1130 Eastern. But two more games to go. We will see you Wednesday to preview week four. Good luck with your Monday night football bets and let it ride.